week two of the Project Zero Q&A. What's up, everybody? It is me, Marcus, and I'm here to answer all of your questions. And then you go, oh, my God. He knew just what to say. No, I'm just like, all right, let me hop into it so I don't make this one uh, 30 minutes again. So <laughs> I'll just get straight to the questions and leave all my pitter-patter and jokes uh, down the road. So uh, for the first one on here, oh, it's a good one. Uh, um, uh, since Marcus and I both have ADHD, how about task paralysis? How to motivate yourself when you're just not, when you're not just unmotivated, but it feels impossible. Uh, and I think this is like some that like, it's some for people with ADHD, but also there are certain tasks that just, you know, depending on what it is, there are tasks that like you feel very competent in. There are areas of life you feel very competent in, and there's going to be other areas where you feel stuck or you feel, um, you know, like it is impossible, right? And the big thing in that is one, like realizing that uh, if anyone else has ever done it, like it is possible, right? Is it possible for you? Who knows? You don't know yet. You just got to try it out. But I think the bigger thing in that is you have to realize that whatever, you know, headache or not headache or hurdle or whatever else makes it feel impossible for you. I think it's important to remember that like you're not special in that, right? And I say it directly like that because it's a little more punchy, uh, but it's more of like, hey, like you're not the only one going through what you're going through because a lot of times impossible when it comes to fitness, when it comes to task, whatever else, people have these goals. They want to do this thing. It feels impossible. And a lot of that is because you don't, you think that you're the only one going through this, i.e. you are flawed. And if you're flawed, then there's no hope. Right. So what we need to do, and this is why I really like what we do here and like the semi-privates and things like that, is that you get a community and you say, oh, shoot, here are six to ten other people that are going through the exact same thing as me. Uh, give me one second. I'm pause. Yeah. And um, so you see other people going through the exact same thing. And even if they're not where you want to be currently or doing the thing that you want to do, I think it's awesome to kind of have that and say, hey, like, I'm not the only one going through this. And therefore... There is nothing wrong with me. And therefore, this thing that I think is impossible may just be possible, right? And that's what Just Show Up is. And it's it's giving yourself the chance to be wrong, right? Even if right now you're holding on to the thought that the big fitness thing you want to do or the weight goal or the strength goal or whatever it may be isn't possible, you don't really know, right? You don't really know until you show up and show up and show up and give yourself the opportunity to suck at it. And then all of a sudden you get better and better and all of a sudden this thing is possible. So easier said than done, but always remember that, hey, like at the end of the day, like nothing that I'm going through is special to me. Um, and that's a very free thing. Uh, for the next one, uh, I'm saying the same stuff that I did the last challenge that I joined here. Uh, but here it is again, menu planning. My calorie control is fine. I just need to get more protein. Um, and I think this is awesome, right? Like some people might see this as like, Oh, or you may see this as, oh, I'm doing the same thing that I was before, but I see it as, hey, I am continuing to put the focus and work towards improving this thing that I know is an area of improvement for me, right? And I guarantee that there's probably some bit, even if it's small in your eyes, there is some bit of improvement that probably happened since you did that last challenge. And your opportunity here is to say, hey, like, now I have more time with this thing. I still realize that it's this thing. So how do I continue to get better at it? And uh, just getting more protein, like my big thing is, hey, protein coffee right here. You know, I got um, protein, I got a protein bar in my backpack. You know, I always just try to start the day with some type of big shot of protein because then it makes the rest of the day seem a lot easier, right? So the better you can get it, really stacking up the protein at the beginning of the day, 
the easier it is throughout the rest of the day to continue that on. So I think that's a big, big game changer for a lot of people. But also you start the day feeling really full. Um, but yeah, that you know, I'm saying the same thing as the last one, but here it is again. Like you should be sometimes, right? Like I've told you all, like we've had people that have done you know, a challenge over and over and over and over. And all of a sudden on that fourth year that they did it, they ended up losing like, you know, 15 pounds when before they either gained weight or had no change. And the lady just kept showing up and showing up and showing up. And every time it was an opportunity for her to say, oh, shoot, like, here's this thing that I had no clue how to do that I was bad at doing that I got a little bit better. And now this fourth time around, oh, shoot, like I can actually do this. Right. So it's all about timing. It's all about, you know, continuously stacking those blocks up until you're ready to make that jump to the next bridge. Or I don't know, that, was, that sounded cooler in my head than when it came out. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I said in last week's podcast that the workout should be less than 30 minutes. I was just doing one set of each. Am I supposed to do more sets? Also, I'm only doing these workouts on the days that I don't work out. Is that OK? Yeah, I, I I probably wouldn't do the workouts on the same day that you work out. I mean, ideally, you know, you come here and we tell you exactly what to do and you add an extra day or whatever else. But um, for the stuff that you're doing at home, yeah, like if you're just doing one set of each, completely fine. Um, and if you want to make it a challenge, you could say, all right, cool. Week one, I'm going to start with one set. Then I'm going to build to two, build to three. And then I'm going to see how many I can get done in that 30 minutes, right? Like that's that's optional. You don't have to do that at all. But it is a cool little way if you did want to do some more on there. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely only be doing those on the days that you don't work out. You don't want to kind of double up too much like that, um, especially for this person. You're still in your first couple months back in. So I don't want you to, like, you know, jump too far into the fire and, um, you know, like overwork yourself. So, uh, yeah, as long as you're doing it, you know, one set is good. Maybe do as many as you can in 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever time block you want to set for yourself. It's finite. Um, and then, yeah, only hitting those on the days that you're not in here with us. Uh, no questions here. Uh, how does one go up and wait safely? It's actually a really great question. So uh, when it comes to weight, going up and wait, um, it is probably one of the most important things when it comes to, like, after you get form down, right? Like, form is always first. You have not earned the right to go up and wait until you get, you don't have to be perfect, but adequate form, right? Like, pretty good form. Injury, you know, you won't run into an injury level form, um, which, you know, usually takes a couple of weeks to a couple months for peeps. Um, not usually just a couple of weeks. But in that process, right, like, once you do get adequate understanding of form, we should be going up and wait every like week to two weeks. And it doesn't have to be big jumps, but just like 2.5 to 5 pounds every like one to two weeks is what you kind of want to aim for for most of your exercises. Now, there will be some points where that is impossible for you to do um, and you just can't go any higher. But it really is like progressive overload is what it's called. And it's one of the biggest things because what happens is the way that like we build muscle and our body changes is that there's a stimulus that kind of just barely supersedes where our body currently is. And that's why your body breaks down, you get sore, right? So that's your body saying, oh shoot, this person worked harder than like I was, you know, fully, fully capable. And then your body has to catch up. And then you work a little bit harder, i.e. more weight, more reps, more time under tension, a longer plank, whatever it may be. And then your body goes, oh shoot, I got to catch up right? So two things that we don't want to do in that is one, 
I work hard, I do, you know, 15 pounds and I go up and then I stay at 15 pounds. My body goes, yep, I'm fine. I, I don't have to really do anything. I, I already have the muscle that I need, the conditioning. I have what it is to do that 15 pounds. And then you just keep doing this 15 pounds, 15 pounds, 15 pounds. And your body goes, eh. all right, but <laughs> so we don't want to do that, right? The other side of the spectrum, and I think this is the one people have more fear about, uh, is, hey, I did the 15 and my body got there. Now I jumped to 30 and my body goes, whoa, this deficit in between is too big. And that's where we get kind of like injury risk, form starts to get shaky, things like that. But if you're aiming in that 2.5 to 5, 5 pounds, my body catches up. So every single week to two weeks, you should be going up in weight or trying to do a few more sets of that exercise if you're going to continue to make any progress. Otherwise, your body just goes, eh, we got this. Um, I'm good this week. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I've been told my A1C is high enough that I have to limit my fruit intake. Are there any healthy whole foods that I can switch to so I can satisfy my sweet tooth while also keeping my BG stable, blood glucose stable? Um, you know, for this, I will say uh, I'm I'm not a fan of giving advice where I don't feel confident on it fully. But what I can do is I can look more into that for you. Um, and we can kind of talk about, you know, what may be some answers for that. But, yeah, when it comes to things like that, like I always want to check and be sure uh, and do a little research before I give answers to people. So I'm going to hold off on this one. Um, but I will check into some things and I'll do a little research. If I find something that kind of answers this question all the way, I can shoot through you on Anomaly. Uh, all right, let's keep rocking. Can't think of any at the moment. And let's see. Uh, how much and which type of cardio is best to do alongside strength training? Oh, man. All right. It's actually, this is a post I have going up in the group later, uh, later this week. So let me see if I can pull it up here. Une minute, s'il vous plaît. All right. So uh, sorry, excuse my dirty screen here. But this is really cool. So I popped on here. I was going to go to our post and I see this. A new scientific study on the health benefits of aerobic and strength training concluded that strength training is significantly underrated, right? So basically it's saying here that uh, strength training, especially with the way we do it with supersets, is a form of high-intensity interval training, right? And a lot of you probably need both, and I'll go over, you know, what to do. But if you're pressed for time, focusing on strength training for the first few hours is going to be the biggest higher return for muscle mass, but also health and fat loss. Right. And I think that's a, a big thing that people understand is that like, oh, I need more cardio. I need more cardio. I need more cardio. And it's like, have you tried adding more strength and resistance training first? Right. Have you tried doing more of that first? Because for so many people, especially with our demographic we work with, the reason that a lot of our people, you know, like their health suffers or even their cardiovascular system suffers and they, they end up gaining weight is because you lose so much muscle mass and you lose that muscle mass your metabolism goes down, 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 down with it. So for a lot of peeps, you know, like they're only burning this many calories day to day, but they're eating here. And like, yeah, cardio may give you a small spike, but if we're not replacing that muscle and getting that metabolism to go back up, it's always going to be a race that you start 15 yards behind, right? So the big thing in there that we kind of teach peeps is when we look at a week of what cardio should look like, um, and for my people that just love cardio, like we have a lot of people that love running, love hiking, love biking. There's nothing wrong with that. Please keep doing that. Um, but if you are looking for, hey, like, what should I do? This is our little quick little breakdown picture. So the perfect workout week for people 40 plus. The first one is three to four strength workouts every week. 
like I said, really focusing on building that muscle back, getting your metabolism back up, protecting your joints as you kind of go through everything. The second one is two to three 15 minute low impact cardio sessions, right? So, you know, low impact is the big one there because we want this to be some cardio, be some movement. We're kind of like flushing out some of the like metabolic waste that comes from working out. We're getting some movement in, but we want it to be low impact because we don't want to go, hey, I'm doing strength, 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 and I'm doing these higher impact things. Uh, like I said, for my runners, you know, that is going to be a little bit higher impact, but if you've been doing it for a while, your body probably has adjusted to a good amount. Uh, and the last one is five minutes of mobility daily. Um, that one I can't kind of understate. It is a very small thing, but for a lot of peeps, they sit in the desk all day and they get tight and they would benefit so much. One of our clients here, I had him two years ago. He set a timer every two hours it goes off. He grabs his little band at his home office. He does 10 pull-aparts. He does 10 shoulder dislocations. And then he does like 10 of one other exercise I forgot at this point. Um, it makes such a big difference because if your body is always in this position, the way the body works is that you are always going to, your body is going to change to adapt to the positions that you're normally in because then that requires less energy. So if you're normally in this position here typing, your body is going to naturally adapt to go into that position and stay there um, unless we do things to get it out of that, right? So if you're spending hours and hours and hours at a desk working here, whatever other position, uh, unless you want to look like a little croissant, um, you know, set that timer, just do a couple small exercises on whatever your body needs the most and just get in the practice of, hey, two to three minutes every day. If that's where you need to start, I'm doing some type of movement. Um, all right, my peeps, let me do one more final check here. But I believe that may be all for this week. Uh, 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 um, it's coming. We could be a real challenged. OK. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, that's the big one in there. So the big takeaways from this week is, hey, like, you know, you are not special. I'm sorry to tell you. I know you're not special, but neither are your problems. That's a good thing. Second big takeaway from this week is how do I go up and wait safely? You got to be progressively overloaded. You cannot do the same weight every single week and expect to make progress. It will not happen. It is not how the, uh, the physiology of the body works, right? And the third one is, hey, when it comes to cardio, try to add strength first. Once you've added your strength, then you can add in more cardio and you'll start to reap the benefits of that, right? But until you get to like three to four strength workouts a week, that should be your main priority. And then once you hit that, then you can add those other things. So, all right, my peeps. That is all for this week. Um, hope you all are having a great day. And if you like anything on here or anything had like a good little message, uh, share that with me because sometimes it does feel like we're just speaking into the void. Throw it out there. Somebody will get it. Um, all right. Anyway, that's enough of me this week. Look at my brand new plant there. And uh, Coach Marcus out.